Hey guys, Ben here with my lovely wife, Victoria. I'm not even really sure what I just said. Lovely, lovely, lovely wife. I, <laughs> it's like Carson saying Cobbler. 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 But anyway, um, my lovely wife, Victoria, who's gracious enough to record yet another episode with me. And she's eight months pregnant. Yes. So You're welcome. What a trooper. Thanks. You're doing great. I'm awake. That's good. You are awake, yes. <laughs> uh, so this is our second installment of our uh, Theology for Your Marriage shindig thing we're doing here. So uh, we picked on Victoria last time, and I'm going to pick on myself this time. But just a quick uh, overview of what we're doing. If you haven't listened to the first episode, uh, you should go do that, please. And... Um, what we're doing is we're looking at three S's. We're looking at the symptom, the sin, and the solution. The symptom is the manifestation of the sin of the heart. Um, or as a study that we did at our church not too long ago said, it's, it's the sin behind the sin. Mm. So the sin of the heart is the sin behind the visible sin. Then the, we're working our way backwards to get to the answer so that um, we might apply a certain theological truth to the situation in our marriage and as Paul puts it in Romans eight thirteen, we might be killing sin. Yeah. And John Owen said, "Be killing sin, or it will be killing you." Which a t-shirt company has a pretty cool shirt of that. Have you seen it? I have. And probably because I showed you. <laughs> um, so yes. Uh, so as I said, we're going to pick on uh, me today in this fantastic episode. <sighs> Nothing like an introvert sharing his inner self. <laughs> Thousands of people. Thousands of people. <laughs> um, so the symptom that we're going to look at is I don't love my spouse as I should. And uh, it's not really something where we're saying, where, or where I'm saying, I don't love my spouse at all. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's, uh, it's easier to say I'll never love my wife well enough. So why try? So now that all the women who listen hate me, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> like when we had talked about these episodes, that's kind of, that's what you were saying. Basically that kind of like, you don't feel like you try hard enough sometimes. Like it's, yeah, I'll never be perfect. So sort of why. It's almost a sense of being overwhelmed mm. at the task. Okay. Maybe task is probably task. a very poor word. Um, <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Uh, overwhelmed at the uh, <laughs> enormity. The immense joy. The immense of... joy of loving your, trying to love yeah. your wife. This is wonderful. I'm but so glad of, we chose well, to do this one. It's this your, is wonderful. It's your problem, so. <laughs> like... <laughs> Apparently it's going to be a really big one after we get done with this. But um, so yes, I'm laughing. It's all good. Yeah, you have to. You're yeah. on, you're on air right now. You have to. <laughs> I really am. Though. She's steaming hot mad over no, here. No, I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> but what? Um, maybe to kind of explain yourself. Um, could you maybe? Do you really want me to do that? <laughs> I do. Could you maybe give, just to like help put our minds around this, like maybe an example, and you can just make up one too. It doesn't need to be a personal example, but like 
yeah, what does it look like saying, I don't love my spouse as well as I should? Or well, I think one thing we talked about a few weeks ago yeah. is um, there's certain ways that you, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Uh, that you want love to be shown to you. And uh, they're not sinful ways. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and vice versa. Like, we each have things that yeah. are whatever. Um, some of those ways are hard for me. Yes, yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's very easy, almost too easy, to look at a situation like um, you, you, one way that you... Uh, like to be shown that you are shown love is by just stuff on Facebook and yeah. sure and it's just yeah. it came to yeah. me um, like something like oh I have a great wife or right. my wife is lovely have, or yes. look at this great dinner my wife cooked yes and public praise now public, I sound bad no no no, that, no I, <laughs> I'm just throwing that but out sure, there yeah. um, public acknowledgement of Preferably on social media, so I can remember it forever, of affection. And rake in the likes. And, yeah, and rake in <laughs> my, but anyway, my clout score um, is very important to me. Clout. <laughs> um, but sure, that's a good example. So, but it's, um, it's very easy for me to feel overwhelmed and say, I can't do that, therefore I, right. I won't do that. Right. Um, right. Right. And part of that is throwing my expectations on you because mm-hmm. I don't like that mm-hmm. because, as I've already referenced, and probably will again, I'm an introvert. Yes. Yeah. I wish you guys could see how hi, uncomfortable my, Hi, my name is Ben Wilson, and I'm an introvert. <laughs> um, I wish you could see how uncomfortable he is right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's a good example. Like, that's a great... Yeah, and that's like that's a fine one to share, like... This is a way specifically that, you know, your spouse likes to be loved, but either it's really uncomfortable. I mean, that's legitimate. Like it's painfully uncomfortable for you to do, or you just don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. So you're not even going to do it at all. Like you, you think you'll never, I'll never do this to the degree at which I think I'll be successful. So why even try it all? Right. Like that's yeah. sort of the, okay. <laughs> you feel trapped. <laughs> I don't care. Right. Yeah. There we go. We have a great marriage. We should probably call up Jonathan for more. Counseling. counseling or like post marriage. If you're listening, Jonathan, yeah, we still need help. Yeah, yeah. Just that was a shout out to our premarital counselor, Jonathan, who, was who actually did a very good job. So that's the so that's the symptom. I don't love my spouse as I should, and that's the symptom. Uh, the sin <laughs> behind the symptom. You're getting way too much joy out of this. Um, you're just really uncomfortable. It's like I know I appreciate <laughs> doing this with you. So anyway. Um, the sin yeah. is selfishness. I think that was probably pretty obvious <laughs> with our little Facebook example. But it, so the, the sin really is selfishness. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be a good way to love my wife, but because I'm uncomfortable about it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, that's selfishness. So, um, anything to add? No, I mean, just a... 
if you're the spouse on the other end of this, maybe it's just important to kind of to try to be patient and remember like while while your partner is working through, you know, just remember it could be could be for real reasons. Like selfishness is wrong, but um, whatever. Like it could be a discomfort or a strong dislike, really hard. You know, I think that I think there's a lot of room for grace um, while you're kind of working through these. That's just the first thing that kind of comes to mind. But um, as far as yeah, like sin behind why you wouldn't love somebody as you should. I mean, I definitely think selfishness and lack of empathy could kind of be another way to put it like you not only like you you are thinking of yourself more than the other person but also you don't consider like how the other person might be feeling or being affected you know by by your actions I think that kind of falls maybe in line with um just like kind of brotherly love you know just genuine like oh well my my decisions affect other people so you know like considering that that's the flip side of the coin maybe mm-hmm. of selfishness like I also I think about myself and also I don't think about how my decisions make you know affect other people yeah that's all I have to add right now good yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so honest honestly when we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago now I guess um I think we both kind of agreed when we talked about it that one big theological truth to look at this at is um god's lavish love um yeah and look at how he has loved me and we've spent a lot of time in first john and we're going to go back to first john because <laughs> i just think john answers this very very well and i do know i promise i do know that there are more books in the bible than first john <laughs> but just a just a few verses first john 3 1 says see what kind of love the father has given to us that we should be called children of god and so we are um some translations will say see what great love the father has given mm-hmm. to us so we notice two things it's it's an amazing type of love because uh, the phrase can literally mean see what country this love has come from it's so otherworldly that john Mm. struggles to really put into words where it comes from but also notice that the love is given it's a Mm. it's a it's a giving love it's not a um uh, a restraining love or even a Mm. love that holds back but freely gives um and then going to chapter four beloved let us love one another for love is from god and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So God is loved. And since God has loved, we should love one another. And our love for one another is an evidence that we've been born of God. So we've talked a lot about identity with theology for you. of Like, I am a Christian. I am in Christ. So in those moments when I'm not loving, I'm not living out my identity. Mm. Or when I'm selfishly holding back uh, love. And then John makes it even more clear. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Pretty clear. Mm-hmm. But he gets back once again to God. God's love is a giving love. It's an unselfish love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us. How? 
that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So I think it's 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 hard to remember, um, even for me, that yes, you are my wife. Mm-hmm. And because you're my wife, I want to love you in very specific ways because of the nature of our relationship but that i'm also supposed to love you as a sister Hmm. in christ as a co-heir yeah in christ um and i think it's when we get when i get off the tracks like that it makes Mm -hmm. it harder to love and even those other specific ways Hmm. because Hmm. of the nature of our relationship but just that um If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Um, just that, I think I was reading Matt Papa's book. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now. He's only written one, I think. So, <laughs> it's his only book. Yeah. But he was talking about love in the book. They're talking about how love costs. Mm. Like, love is costly. God's love was costly for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever that's probably King James thrown in with the ESV whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life Mm. Um, the reality of that verse happens because God gave out of love Um, so in my sin the way to fight selfishness is um not necessarily to think about you more and to think about me less Mm. but it's to think about god's love more and what he has done uh for me an undeserving sinner yeah and then as i realize this is what god has done for me therefore this is how i can love my wife and how I should love my wife and that my love even though it may uh, hurt me or make me feel strange Mm -hmm. um, like I should that's that's when I should be giving Mm. maybe even more yeah um, than than the times when it comes easy yeah yeah And that's good. I mean, not just for in marriage, you know, because we kind of said last week we don't want to alienate non-married listeners. But, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I think that's good. And that's a good thought. And it definitely applies, you know, just for, for all of us. Like, it when it's uncomfortable and easy for you to kind of not give all of yourself, um, in love to others like it's a good call to to remember what god has done um and to to follow that that model with his power you know because you have been loved like that you are Mm -hmm. able to love others um yeah because john and 
Paul does this, all the writers of the Bible <clears throat> do this. They give you the reality, and then in light of this reality, this right. is what your life should look like. You even see it in the Ten Commandments. I think the Ten Commandments get a bad rap sometimes, but um, God says, um, I have brought you out of the land of Egypt. Yeah. Therefore, you shall have no other gods before me. Yeah. So it's, yeah. God has done this. Therefore, a way that we respond appropriately is we don't have any gods right. before us. Yeah. So God has loved uh, me. Therefore, I can love in a uh, sacrificial way yeah. and in a way that's not just speech john talks about that in chapter 3 at the end of it verses 16 through 18 don't, don't love in just speech love in, in deed mm-hmm. and in truth you need mm-hmm. you need both mm-hmm. so i think that's honestly that's i don't know of any other way to fight that sin yeah i can't nothing and then once again you're going to hear this in all of these episodes <laughs> This just gets back to the gospel, right? Once again, because right. it's God's love on display, um, the holy God, uh, loving God, the, the, that sends His Son so that we might be reconciled, to, so that we can be loved mm. by God. That's what that word uh, propitiation means in First John four ten. Is that Jesus took the wrath? that we deserve. And it's kind of mind-blowing to think about that um, God's love is revealed in Jesus taking our wrath. Mm. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's the gospel. That's, that's true for all those who believe and repent and come to, come to Christ. Um, so yeah, God's lavish love. Mm. Just thinking through that and letting it affect you. Mm-hmm. And as John says, turning around and loving yeah. because you have been loved, much like that text you sent earlier today. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the symptom, I uh, don't love my spouse as I should. And, and in my case, I don't love my wife as I should. The sin, the heart issue is that I'm selfish. I'm more concerned about uh, my feelings and my attitudes and my actions and anything else and the way to fight that sin uh, the way to kill that sin is to dwell on uh, God's love and turn around and love because God has love but I want to make one point really quick when we talk about fighting sin there's no tips for fighting sin mm. you fight sin with truth mm. that's the only way you can do it that's, that's the only thing I see in the Bible um, by which we can fight sin through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, so I don't love my spouse as I should. I'm a selfish, selfish guy. And the way to fight that is by thinking about God's great love that mm-hmm. he has given to us, that I might be his child, mm-hmm. that his love was costly and love is going to cost me as well. Yeah. So there we go. That's good. Well, folks, until next time, thanks for listening, and thanks for all the comments and likes and shares. Keep it up. We appreciate all that you guys do for us. Mm -hmm. We do. See ya.